right, gang, here we go. Episode 9 of the Snow Jobs Podcast is off and running. As always, I'm Steve, here with my boy Jeremy. We are happy to be back with you all again. Um, This week has been a tale of two winters for Jeremy and I, as my two-and-a-half-week burst of winter now appears over. Jeremy, who's been pushing pretty steady all winter, has had another few bursts of snow out in Fargo. Jeremy, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, Steve. Yep, we got got all the snow put to bed. Yep, we finished hauling again last night, and uh, we should be good to, I guess they're talking more snow next week still for us, so. Again? We'll see what happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not oh, you, June you yet. Keep it. <laughs> it's not June. What's the latest you get snow out there usually? Uh, we've had a, you know, we've had snow in May before, but, you know, not much, but yeah. And usually get a storm in April. It seems like we always get one big shot in April, heavy, wet shit, but I don't know. Hopefully not. We can be done now. I'm ready to be done. <laughs> you ready? Are you guys ready? Guys are ready. All the guys want to go farming or whatever they're going to do. And uh, yeah, I like to move on to dust control and be more relaxed in the schedule instead of 24-7. Are they starting to break stuff on purpose just to stop pushing snow? No. No. <laughs> no. Not at all. We're, we're good. All right. I saw the hauling videos. Those were some big, big loads those trucks were taking oh, out yeah. of there. Big loads only. Big loads. <laughs> All right, gang. All right, so to recap the last week, we had Rob from Snow Cleared in Vancouver's episode uh, drop Monday. And I just have to say that Rob is a super entertaining and funny guy. We had a great time doing that episode with him. Um, I do apologize to our listeners for whatever the technical glitch was with Jeremy's audio the last four or five minutes of that episode. It was literally the weirdest thing out of nowhere. Jeremy could hear us, but Rob and I completely lost his audio and video feeds and the ability to hear him. Uh, So it was like he was gone to us. Uh, But then in post-production, his audio was there like he never left. So we don't know what the heck happened with that. Uh, The craziest part was when we pulled his track and tried to edit the last four minutes off his track for the final. We brought it back to our platform. And every time we brought it back and mixed the three together, his four minutes was back. So... (laughs) After trying and failing three times with two professional guys to edit it out, uh, we had a choice. Scrap the whole episode and record it all again or leave the last four minutes in as is and roll with it. Uh, So Jeremy and I talked. We both felt that the episode with Rob was just too good and uh, it had too much magic there to try and re-record it and recapture all that. So we went with it. So I apologize to you all for uh, my limited podcast mixing and editing skills. (laughs) But uh, I did bring in two other guys that are very good with that stuff, and even they couldn't figure it out. So uh, I think all in all, it was still a fantastic episode. We had a lot of good information and a lot of laughs with Rob. So we thank him for coming on with us and uh, wish him well on his move to Texas to start Snow Cleared South, uh, which he may have more snow down south than he does in Vancouver. Uh, Episode four of the Dusting Series dropped Thursday with Brandon from LADC. That's had a lot of listens in, in just a few days. So thank you, Brandon. It's uh, always a good time when we talk to him, right, Jay? Yeah, it's definitely. It's too bad we didn't have video so everybody could see his Mickey Mouse. Um, the Snuggie? <laughs> Mickey Mouse Snuggie he's wearing. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. And his uh, his mood lighting in his room oh, there, yeah. the blue oh, yeah. and the green. And oh, yeah. my God. He, uh, he believes in his comfort. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's it, guys, for the recap of the last week. Uh, we hope you all had a great week and got through it safe and unscathed. Um, we would like to take a minute to welcome aboard our newest sponsor, all right, Hilltip North America. Uh, we're both thrilled that they decided to come on board with us. And uh, I know Jeremy just raves about their spreaders all the time to me. He's got a bunch of them. And uh, we're just stoked that they wanted to be involved. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Jeremy's happy, right? Oh, yeah. We love our Hilltips. Got great. the Hilltip boys on board. That's great. Yep, definitely. So now Craig and Frank and the whole team there. So What's that? Talks. I said Craig and Frank from Hilltip and... Yeah, I love all their stuff. They great equipment. They've been great for great great for us anyway. So let me just be good for everybody else as far as I know. It's very easy for us to uh, have sponsors for products we actually use and love and believe in. So that's uh, that's the dream right there. Uh, While we're on that subject, we're going to take a quick sixty seconds and hear a word from our sponsors, and uh, we'll be back with you in sixty, guys. Hey guys, Steve here. We're always looking for ways to save on labor and increase safety for our people. Last year, I purchased a game-changing snowblower from my company that does just that. It's called the Muskox. Its patented back drag feature and design lets us get right up to our HOA garage doors and tight spots, clean them all right down to the pavement without scratching. This beast can also scrape hard pack going forward if you needed to. 
It's truly a dual threat blower. Give Muskox a call. Their staff are extremely knowledgeable and have been amazing with us. Muskox, snowblowers that backdrag. Hilltip's patented line of ice striker spreaders and spray striker sprayers are revolutionizing the winter services industry. Equipped with our H-Track system, contractors can see exactly how much material is being applied anywhere on a customer's property. Work sites can be geofenced and assigned to a controller so that the correct amount of material is always applied. A two-way GPRS communication channel allows for remote adjustment of a machine's settings from any device anywhere in the world. To learn more, visit www.hilltipna.com. All right, guys. So on with the show. Thank you to our sponsors. Uh, we have another great one for you as we're going to head back to the Midwest. I know I know a lot of the Northeast guys are not happy with me. Uh, I promise we're going to go back. <laughs> but uh, we had an opportunity to have somebody on this week uh, from the Midwest, and we wanted to take advantage of it before he gets too busy with landscaping. Uh, so this week we are heading to Minnesota, back to Minnesota, to talk to Dustin Van Hale, from Total Lawn and Landscape out there in Mankato, Minnesota. They have a pretty impressive operation out there, and I know you will all love hearing what he has to say. So, Dustin, welcome to the Snow Jobs, brother. How are you doing? Good, good. Mankato, Mankato, Mankato. Not a a Midwesterner. (laughs) (laughs) Good Good to be here, guys. All right, Jay, take us away, buddy. Hey Dustin, how's it going? How you been, buddy? I've been seeing you for a while. I mean, we yeah, good. We've had a good snow year, so I can't complain. Good deal. Yeah, I've seen a lot of your videos, and you guys seem like you've been keeping busy, so that's good. Well, let's uh, tell listeners a little bit about yourself and your company, and how long you guys been around. So I've been around since 2013. Uh, graduated college um, and got a two-year degree in four years, so that was fun. And decided to start go out on my own and kind of mow some lawns and kind of slowly got into some things. Um, we're a full service lawn, landscape, um, and snow removal company. Um, we have about 50 employees year round. We try and keep busy all winter long. This year it's been good. Um, so yeah, we do a lot of, a lot of different things. Our area is pretty big. Um, so we kind of, we're very diversified in our market. Did you say 50, five, zero employees? Correct. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. It's a lot of headaches. It is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, everybody does a good job. So, yeah, we've kind of slowly grown. And then the last about two, three years, it really kind of exploded. And um, it's been good. It's uh, like I said, you have some growing pains, but uh, the work is there. So we, we decided to keep expanding and we built a new building and we had to fill it up. So uh, made it work. Dustin, nice. would you say since COVID is when you really boomed? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, you know, but- I... I remember it doesn't seem like it was yesterday. We were I was sitting in my office watching the news and how everybody's going to get shut down. And it was a scary month, I would say. And then after that, it was just crazy. I mean, everybody yeah. was stuck inside their house. Um, we have a supply store side of our business and delivers rock dirt mulch. And we, we, we couldn't keep, I mean, we were running guys, you know, 10, 12, 16 hour days in the summer delivering stuff to people. It was crazy. So that, I guess it was maybe the only thing that came out of the COVID scare. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we found the same thing that, uh, it was just, uh, we thought we were going to lose 30, 40% of our business. We're like, Oh my God, everybody's going to be trapped home. They're going to be mowing their own lawns, doing their own mulch, you know, doing their own projects. It was the exact opposite. We just yep. exploded. Like we kept having to say, listen, we're, we're like nine weeks out right now. You know, there are other people out there, you know, we want to do it for you, but we're just booked and everybody kept calling. It was like, you know, if you had a middle of the road business where you were medium sized company or even small guys, you just doubled and tripled your year. That was the best. I think the best two years we ever had were were those two first COVID years with just people just calling. Yeah, everybody clock. wasn't. Nobody was going out to eat. Nobody was going on vacations. They were sitting inside their house or they're outside looking at their yard going, OK, if I'm going to be here for the next whatever, how many years, if we can't go anywhere, let's do something about it. So let's yeah. put a patio and let's put a deck in. Let's reside our house. I got Absolutely. a bunch of construction buddies and they're doing the same thing. Home remodels. I mean, everything was booming that way. So hopefully yeah, it continues and slowed down a little bit in the last little bit with interest rates going up and stuff like that. Fuel prices get more expensive to do things. Our prices have increased dramatically in the last couple of years just because of that. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. hopefully, hopefully it continues to be good. Yep. I think, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head though. People weren't vacationing, you know, travel was basically non-existent. So if you were a family that, spent five, maybe $10,000 on vacations a year, going to Cancun, going to Disney World, whatever you did, 
that money now was burning a hole in your pocket because you weren't vacationing. And if you had a secure job and you weren't worried about, you know, being laid off or whatever, now you had 10 grand and home equity loan rates were, were low and people were sitting in their house, like you said, looking out their back window and saying, I've been thinking about redoing this backyard for 10 years and I just haven't pulled the trigger. Well, now I'm doing it. And they were dropping big money. Like, I mean, 20, 30, 50,000, like you gave them a price and they were like, yeah, do it. I'm like, holy crap. Like, when can, when can you start? When can you yeah, start? I went too low. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. yeah, I think we added two to three crews that first, maybe it was it'd be 2020, the summer of 2020, we added, I think, two crews just on doing simple rip-out redos on, on landscape side, just because we literally, the calls kept coming in. It was all since September, and it's like, well, there's no way we're going to get this work done. We kept hammering, kept adding people. So, um, like I said, a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy, did you see that too with COVID? Uh, not really in my line. We didn't. Not for the dust control stuff? Yeah. No. Uh, we don't we don't really get into uh, i mean yeah i've seen i've heard everybody how busy they got stuff landscapers and stuff like that but that's not really gotcha. line. so no we didn't really we just kept steady with what we were doing you gotta remember steve jeremy's on easy street in the summer Shit. yeah well yeah he's, he's santa claus yeah. he works uh oh. works all winter there and then he... <laughs> you guys have <laughs> no clue no clue I know no, he's always doing something I'm, i i, I gotta back him up on that I, he is I'm... all over the place in the summer He's yeah. going from a loader to what combines to uh, dust control spraying. I mean, he does everything. Combine yeah, sunflowers just depends on the day. Yeah, and who needs yeah. my help? But I'm all for it. Yeah, no, dust control keeps me busy, and it's I don't know. It's uh, I don't. We always said summer is supposed to be laid back, but it seems like we just get busier and busier, and I'm like shit, don't get the time off that we want. So time oh, off? Well, What's that? I don't know. <laughs> Someday I'll get that when I die. I'm sure. There you go. You have all the time off then. Yeah. Uh, so, Dustin, uh, it was founded by you. You founded Total Lawn? Correct. Yep. Great. And what what else do you guys do besides, you know, lawn and snow? Like, I know you said you have the delivery service for the materials and stuff, that side of the business, which I think I think that's brilliant for a lawn and landscape company to have their own kind of materials uh, sales and stuff like that. Yeah. So kind of how that started is we basically we're using the dirt, rock, mulch. We're using it. You know, you can never hit it spot on, no matter how hard you try. You're always going to have a half yard extra or half yard, not enough, whatever. It's like, well, our area is so big. You know, we have two locations, one in Medelia, one in Mankato. Mankato, Steve. Mankato. Got Mankato. it. I got okay, it. Mankato. <laughs> um, so we're, if we carry, I mean, we'd go 75 miles. we got a big radius. So it just kind of depends on where we can be at. Um, depends on the day. Depends on the crew. Depends on the job. So we looked at, you know, what can we do to cut our costs down? And we started building some bunkers and it started as two bunkers at our shop. And all of a sudden people were coming up and saying, Hey, can I buy some rock? And I, you know, I'm like, well, sure, I guess. So we just kept adding more bunkers, add more materials. We're, we're kind of in farm country down here. So everybody's kind of doing their own thing. So that, well, if we can't do the project, at least we can, maybe we can sell them the product. And there's not great margins in the supply store side. Don't get me wrong. You're not going to retire off owning a supply store, at least not around here. But yeah. it's convenience factor for us. It's a sure. huge convenience factor. So that's yeah. that's a good portion of our business. And then we do it, like I said, we do a little bit of everything. We're just we we carry a, a big uh, radius. So we do we added concrete curbing last year. Um, that's a port in place curbing. Um, we started doing another company that we've been using um, was looking to kind of slow down. So we made it work where uh, the, she actually came over, became an employee of us. Their all their employees came over and worked out really well. Um, so every year we try and add a few different things. Cause my biggest thing is I want, when you think outside in our area, I want you to be call us. Like, I don't care what it is. If it's for yeah, everything. Yeah. Everything. Yep. I just want to be able to do everything. Um, Good for you you. Know, so, some guys are, you know, want to hone in on, you know, doing a couple things. And I think that's really cool, but where we're at with our employees, our equipment, stuff like that, it makes sense for us. It doesn't make sense for everybody, but it makes sense for us. So I want one oh. person to, you want something outside you want to call us, whether it's irrigation, curbing, you're putting a house addition on, and you want somebody to dig your footings, call us. That's awesome. One stop shopping. That's yeah. uh that's great. Dominate it. Did I say silence the phone? It is silence. Apparently my Apple Watch is going off as my phone is silence. Uh all right. So let's get back to snow here, Dustin. As far as your market, uh what's your annual snow totals and what types of storms are you getting as your regular? It kind of depends on the year. So our average is 40 inches. We're Southern Minnesota. 
um, 40 inches. I mean, literally 20 miles north or south can make or break a storm blast, which I'm sure is everybody's case. But it's we were right on the river valley. The river valley plays a big part um, into what we do. We have like Mankato. We have North Mankato and like we call it the mall area Mankato. And they can be three miles apart. And you can be a matter of two, three inches difference from one account to the other. It's just oh, yeah. crazy. So our average is 40 inches. We're at 78 inches of snow this year. We've had a very, very busy winter. Um, wow. Started off with a bang. We literally parked our landscape trailers and plowed snow the next day. Like it was crazy. Wow. Um, so we have a lot of turf damage to uh, uh, spring. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of the running joke is the guys are like, uh, how many pallets of sod do you think it's going to take us this year? And I'm like, I don't even want to know. Just yeah. started melting the last couple of days. So all that turf damage is exposing itself. Um, so the phone's been busy the last couple of days calling, hey, it kind of looks kind of rough. I'm like, yep, I know. We literally didn't have any frost in the ground when we started plowing. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, so yeah, we have, we've had a busy winter, um, 19, so did 80, 80 inches. But other than that, we've been pretty slow. Wow. So what's up? Did you, did you do the old, uh, stay on the concrete, stay on the asphalt first push, right? That yeah, always, we try. That always, that always happens, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the problem is now we got so much snow, we never got back in there to push the piles back. So then yep. we got to a point like in February, I just sent the guys out and like, hey, whatever, whatever it is, we got to make room. We got to haul whatever can't be hauled or doesn't want to be hauled. We have to, we got on the horn calling people like we got to push it back. I know it's going to mess up your turf, but, but you're talking, you had piles of snow on the edge of the concrete. Well, that's just insulation. I mean, yep. there's, yep. You get, then you get off the concrete. I don't care if it's 20 below zero. It's still soft underneath there. Yep. So um, storms this year, we've had kind of, we've had some big ones. We've had some small ones. We kind of get a little bit of everything. Um, mm -hmm. So I think our biggest one was 17 inches this year. It, it was hard for them to measure it, 17 to 19 inches, depending on the service area, because we got like 50 mile an hour winds. So um, but that was the, the report was 17 to 19 inches on that one storm. Well, nice. good for you guys. Yeah, I, I know all about the River Valley stuff playing a big part in the storms. We have the same thing. We have the Hudson River. We're, we're right in the uh, Hudson River Valley. And uh, that last storm we just had two weeks ago, we got 15. You left my shop and headed towards the river. It's mile and maybe two, just over two miles to the river from my shop. It was the difference between 13 inches of snow. Like the, the couple houses down by the river, I don't even think we had to plow the, uh, the mansions overlooking the river. Uh, we do right. a couple of them down there. It, it was incredible. Like uh, the difference of a foot of snow was like a mile. <laughs> it was yeah. crazy. So yeah, it definitely does affect you. Uh, as far as types of sites that total lawn services, what types of sites are you mainly doing? You doing a little uh, everything or are you concentrating in one area? A little bit of everything. We're slowly getting out of the residential market. Um, it, you know, it's, it, everybody calls and they want the residential. I would say the residential customers in my, my book are probably the hardest ones to please. Yeah. Um, just because we've always told them like we, our business is based on commercial accounts. We will mm -hmm. get to you when we get to you. Um, and it's always seems like it'd be an issue. So we've kind of slowly tried to phase out of there, but there's no way to pick up these accounts. I don't want to drop these accounts just to leave them high and dry. Right. There's the people yeah. that I know, you know, and we might do their lawn service. We might do their landscape. I don't want to just, you know, leave them. Um, mm -hmm. so we've been slowly trying to phase out. We've working with a couple of guys to take some over. Um, it just doesn't really fit what we're doing anymore. Um, but we do a lot of commercial, a little bit of HOA, um, some apartment complexes. We do some, Mankato is a big college town, MSU Mavericks. They were just in Fargo, Jeremy. They got their butt. Yeah. Didn't they lose? Yeah. Four to nothing. Yeah. yeah. yeah four to nothing. That's we too bad. That's too bad. So your big college towns, there's a lot of college living stuff. Um, but a lot of our stuff is commercial. A lot of zero tolerance stuff. Um, it's kind of where we're gearing ourselves towards. Um, so, but we do a little bit of everything right now. Mm -hmm. Great. On those, on those residentials, when you tell them you're going to be, you know, after commercial, they all agree, right? They all agree. Right away they do. Oh yeah. Until it happens. I'm like, <laughs> where am I done? Why am I not yeah. done? I'm like, yeah, yeah, well, you agree. They have their store. You're, in the, it, it just you're on the back cold, burner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah. All right. Now Jeremy's favorite portion of the program. Oh yeah. You know me. I like my equipment. So let, let's hear it, Dustin. Tell me about your equipment. So we got a little bit of everything. Um, we're we're slowly trying to get you know everything to be the same. So we're running John Deere loaders. Um, we have a couple six forty fours, a five forty four, six twenty four. Um, we run Arm a rest. lot of skit. What's that? Armrests in those? 
Uh, those do have armrests. The mini loaders <laughs> do not. Yeah, they do not. I know. And actually, uh, true story. So I'm listening to the podcast. Of course, One Night Plowing Snow, I don't know, it was two months ago, whatever. And I honestly did not realize we own two 324s. And I did not know it. I did How not, do you know. not I know, know that blows your I know, Jeremy. How do you not mind. know that? I, I that don't get to use it. them. I don't get to use them ever. I don't so use I, them. I know. I went in there literally the day after that came on. Like, there's no way it doesn't have an armrest. And I look, I'm like, I'll be damned. It doesn't have an armrest. Are you kidding me? Uh, I just like pulling the pin on the grenade. <laughs> I, know, I know. I don't get it. I, I don't always tell people don't know they don't have it. Like, I didn't even drive it. I knew it didn't have it. It was like, oh, we were ordering. We're like, what the fuck? No armrest? <laughs> oh, no I'm armrest. sorry to interrupt. So you got big John Deere loaders. What else you got? Uh, running Kubota skids. Um, few bobcat skids those are basically left on site um in the quadrants so we run quadrants within mankato um basically separate the town in different sections um all of our skid loaders stay on site or they, they travel but they stay within an area um so we're running like like 10 skid loaders throughout the storm and then we have one uh case mini wheel loader that we run mm-hmm. that's yeah, zero armrests zero armrests yep yeah. oh, we, everybody hates that there. machine Really? What is it? Uh, Which one is it? 321? It's, it's, a, it's a 321. I don't know. I mean, we bought it. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I think they see the 324s. They like those better. I don't know. I like I like a few things on the case, but a lot of things, uh, it's, it's different, right? I mean, it's just yeah, just different. They're different. But, yeah. I like the setup, like where the radio's at, where the um, climate control is. It's right by your joystick. That makes sense to me, where like a radio on a John Deere is up on the headrest. Um so that makes sense, but there's just a lot of things that are kind of quirky. The way the quick catch works, the way I don't know, and maybe we got a lemon. I don't know. It just it, it has its own personality, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I I don't have I don't really have any experience with the John Deere's to compare it to. So I know a lot of guys love their John Deere mini loaders. I know James loves his cat, but I just have the case, so that's it. I, mm-hmm. I kind of like it. But and it, the biggest thing for us is service. I mean, already. Oh sure, that's always literally. Two and a half miles from our shop, like it makes sense. It makes a hundred percent sense. We can go there. We all the filters are on the shelf. We have everything. If something breaks in the middle of the night, we can fix it. It, it makes sense for us. So that's what we're trying to get to. But like I said, we haven't been able to get equipment for the last couple of years either. It's been hard. It's yeah. really hard to you know try and find. You know, we've got machines on order that taken 12, 13 months. Mm-hmm. I'm like what a see of- it and buy it kind of guy. Like if I can see it on the lot, I can touch it, feel it. I'm gonna make a rash decision. I'm probably gonna buy it that day. And I think those days are gone. They're gone. Yeah. yeah. They're gone. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's been sure. tough. It, it's made me think about my, my uh, decisions, which maybe that's a better thing. I don't know. <laughs> what are you running for pushers? I uh, think we got I a little bit of everything. Um, we got the metal plus. I know Jeremy loves those. Um, <clears> we have three of those. And every year we've seen, we've added one more. Um, they work for us. Just because mm-hmm. basically like the, you put a 324 with the metal plus on it. The live edge. I don't think, in my comparison, there's another. It's a better machine than that. It can do everything. It can back drag stalls. You put that up next to a big loader with snow tires and filled tires. I don't think there's much that can beat it. I know it's not going to beat a sectional for you guys, but I would like to compare it. <laughs> you have a fuel truck following the uh, machine around. Oh, you know, I asked my guys. <laughs> same thing. You were talking about that the other day, and I and I asked my guys, and I'm like, hey, do you think it? Because the one ran a cage last year, and now he's got a metal plus on it this year. And I asked him, he doesn't seem like there's been much of a, uh, a difference with the Metal Plus. <laughs> what are you saying? Just wait. Why uh, Why is there, Steve? Because they're so I don't know. If it, I don't know. I can't. Honestly, I can't. I only was able to demo it the one time. It was a friend of mine's. And uh, it just, we ran it the same amount of time as the Arctic. It was basically the same size as the Arctic. And I, I used noticeably more fuel with the Plus on the machine than I did with the Arctic. Because you're pushing so it, much more snow. Oh, <laughs> Oh Christ! There's right? the metal plus, metal plus mafia. I don't know what it is. I, 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 I mean, if I could deduce it, and again, this is just my own personal opinion. From what I noticed, is the Arctic rolls the snow so well that I think the machine is seeing less weight going forward, and maybe uh, seeing and working less hard. Basically, I that was just my own thing. I, I just saw that my fuel gauge did reflect a little bit more uh, for that hour uh, using the, the other. So, the so you're taking brand. an hour. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm doing it on an hour. All right, all right, all right. All right. So that was uh, that was definitely an eye opener. But you know, listen, everybody likes what they like, and there's no there's no right mm-hmm. or wrong answer. They just yeah, uh, you know of. what works for you, you use. You know, <laughs> yeah, Jeremy well, we likes have- yeah, we that's can't it. all have a whole pile loader either, Jeremy. So we got to kind of be efficient with what we got. So, well, that's uh, the other that's the other oh, aspect boy. now is is having those movable wings. And Jeremy said it before; it does make you more versatile on some sites where you're the only machine on the site. Yeah, and you got to do multiple things with it. So, for yeah, example, we have, a, we have a commercial site, right? And it's got it's got it's very weird. It's got some loading docks in it. It's got new parking lot. It's got old parking lot. It's got a gravel section. It's got a gate that two different gates that we have to go through. At different widths that's where that metal plus and that 324 i mean i ran it personally on that lot and i just couldn't believe like you can literally do everything i mean you well, can move the wings in go through a nine foot gate and move it back out and go through a 12 foot gate i don't i can clean side to side the whole time i don't have to make another pass and that is a great have anybody else with me that's a what great was that? you just made what was that was it one no. of the lots I pushed? No, you didn't have to. No, this is a new one. We had to give you the easy ones. We had to give you the straight oh. ones and no back I don't know. I, I, He's I, always I, telling me he'll take a loader and do what I have to do with a skid steer. He'll get it I in there do somehow. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm the fucking best. <laughs> but that, that is a good point that you brought up. The one drawback to the Arctic is I've had people ask me about, hey, how is the Arctic doing gravel? No, don't <laughs> Don't do it's meant to scrape pavement. Don't do try and crowd. feather it over. It's hard though. I mean, I dig up bad no matter what we do. Roll it back, bud. Roll oh, it here back. we go. Jesus. Yeah, but then you're you leaving how many teach inches? around an Arctic now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm gonna go to Glacier Arctic School. <laughs> Might as well. How, how to break pucks 101. <laughs> Everybody uh, knows how to do that. That's not that's, that's not it. hard. But no, you like what you like, and that's that's good for you. What else? We cut you off there. What else do you run besides the metal pluses? So we have some AM and AMI pushers, so that'd be comparable to an Arctic. They're, I know they're not as No, nice. they're not. They're not <laughs> comparable to Arctic. Why are they you're, not? You're out of your mind. They're sectional, right? <laughs> they're a little trip. They're a little edge that moves, what, two to three degrees? That's not an Arctic. Yeah, they definitely I, have I, a full trip. I, I had one of those, and I fucking gave it back. Yeah, no, you tried to sell it to me is what you tried to do. Well, I actually did. Some, yeah, I just sold the other day to a guy. So yeah. <laughs> this would be great for you, he says. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not as good as the Arctic. I, I, but they're 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 set, they're trip edge uh, pusher. They work. They, they work decent for what we need it for. So we put that on our college living. Okay, college living. Their apartments. They're normally crappy parking lots. They we they're two inch triggers. We always plow when there's three quarters of an inch, just like anybody else does. But they're not as picky. We we use a lot more salt there. That's what they get used for. Um, So we have that. We run a lot of cages on skid loaders. Um, They work well for us. We've tried a few different things. We've tried Mm -hmm. like a Hineker Versa plow. We've tried a Vernon pushers. We've tried a little bit. Cage works for us. Um, Mm -hmm. They're they're easy. We have all the parts. You know, we have 10, 12 of them now. We have a couple extra sitting around just in case somebody breaks something in the middle of a storm. But they're... They're bulletproof in our in our mind. So and they work they work well for the skids. Yeah, you can switch from a blade to a pusher. That's yep. uh forget your pretty versatile. I had a yeah, new guy. Yeah. Forget to have sight. Yeah, I had a new guy yeah. start. I don't remember how long it was he was plowing because somebody was sick or ice fishing or something. And he literally got like halfway through his accounts and the guy's like, All right, go grab your box. Like they're working together, go grab your box, you windrow that or push this out, and then I'll I'll go on to the next account. And he's like, I don't know where my box is. He left it like six accounts back. Like, yeah, no, go get your box. You're gonna need to bring that with every time. <laughs> Thank God it was only like a half mile, but still, it's yeah, just hanging out there. That's great. Well, we, before we move on here, we need it, Dustin. You need to recap that statement that AMI is the same as the Arctic. That's not even the same category. <laughs> just, just you're gonna recap. Gonna you gotta recap that. That's that's yeah, that's terrible. It's not even. That's how you should start. A, start a preposterous statement then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's but... not even close. It's not even close. <laughs> I never actually ran an Arctic, to be honest. Be- oh, honest. oh I, God. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say. You're right. You're right. You're right. They look the same. All right. Uh, they look- no, they don't. <laughs> no, that's just. Oh my. God. They do not look the same. Just for future potential guests, we do not berate the guests here. <laughs> not on an everyday basis. <laughs> not all the time. Uh, when they make outlandish statements. Oh, <laughs> you cannot do that. that. I mean, AMI is the same as an Arctic? No, it's not even. I mean, come on. 
what, what are you send talking about? Some AMI stickers in the mail. There you go. There yeah, you go. go ahead. They'll be in the garbage. Uh, Dustin, do you guys uh, run any sidewalk equipment? Yeah, so we have a little bit of everything. Um, we're running four sidewalk crews, five depending on the storm. Um, they're typically three to four man crews. Um, so we're running a little bit of everything on there. We have some some uh, Boss Snow Raiders. We have one of the new Boss Mags, which the guys absolutely love. As long as it's not broke, um, they, <laughs> they like that. That's uh, one of those things. I think it was a new thing this year. Yeah. Right? We ordered it. I don't remember if it was like end of the year last year or June or something. And it's had a lot of problems, but it's like just quality control. Like literally the tire fell off. Like it just, they didn't lock the, tight the bolts. The tire fell off. The belt's been blowing on it. It's it's just like a lot of little different things. But when it's running, that thing is a beast. Um, yeah. We got a broom, a blower, um, a blade, and it's it's pretty impressive what that thing will go through. Um, cool. So we have that. We have, like I said, a handful of just regular snow raiders. Um, and then we run like a couple little blower tractors, 10, 24 hours. Um, and then we have a Toro multi-force, um, with just a blade on it that works for, works for quite a few of our accounts. The biggest thing is this year, we've had so much snow that a lot of our sidewalk machines have struggled. So we run a lot of blades or a lot of our commercial accounts, but then you get on, we call them perimeter sidewalks, right? They go around the perimeter of the, of the sure. complex. And we've had to go back with a, that mag has a blower, which works really well. We have a ditch, which, um, 1050 that has a blower on it that we use for perimeters, but it has no cab on it. So like, that kind of sucks. Um, we've been running around with a skid blower, like probably since January, whenever they go to the perimeters, they just use a skid. We had literally send yeah. one guy out. As soon as the storm's over, um, we send one guy out and he just go does perimeters with the skid and a blower. That's the only way we can do them. Right. Awesome. So we do, we do that too. Good for you guys. Um, as far as uh, anti-icing, de-icing, granular liquids, what are you guys doing? Granular. Um, we tried some liquid. I actually own a, a, a liquid machine. Um, it just doesn't fit for us quite yet. I think it will eventually. Um, mm-hmm. But we're running granular right now. Um, we're running Boss V-Box spreaders. Um, we have one Hineker. That's pretty old, but it works. It doesn't owe us any money, so it keeps working. So we're going to keep running go. it. Um, <laughs> there you go. You know, I think the... I think the, the liquid market will come around eventually. Um, but for right now, it doesn't make sense. We tried it a little bit last year and it was just, I don't know, it's, it's hard, I guess for us. And we may, I might throw somebody in that salt spreader that, or that liquid machine that's never even used it before. And I let, I can literally throw anybody in a salt truck. I mean, tell them, Hey, this is where you're going. This is where to put the dial Away you go. It's not as foolproof as a hill tip, but, um, it works for us. And yeah, so that's what we've been doing so far. Very cool. Are you guys yeah, using yeah. regular salt or treated? Treated. Yep. Clear lane. Um, Clear lane. Yep. 100% of the time. Um, and the other thing is, is you know, in our market, we, it gets pretty cold. So um, there, a lot of times it's by the time we get done plowing, it's zero out. Um, so I just feel like the granular, I guess maybe it's a little safer bet for me right now. Yeah. Anyway, there's yeah. a few guys running liquid around me. Actually, I know everybody knows probably VSI. They're based right out of Mankato. Um, yeah. their shop is literally three blocks down the road. Um, they do a very good job. We own one of their sprayers. I just haven't, haven't had the manpower to do it. Um, and invest in the brine machine and all that kind of stuff. We just, we haven't been quite set up for it yet. Yeah, no, VSI is great. They, uh, they're a good company. We have actually two of their hydro seed units yep. when they were still making hydro seeders. Uh, yep. but yeah, Adam and the, uh, the guys over there have been awesome as far as yep. that. They make, they make a good product. Can't take oh. anything away from absolutely absolutely very it's coming very around. happy they're doing so well absolutely yeah and they're doing the metal plus now too right correct and that's kind of how we got hooked on those is you know kind of figured it's just yeah blah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like here's some over here's some overstocks so yeah just put them in your yard yeah well <laughs> i wish I no, I know. they're not cheap yeah. so you hit oh. a nerve you hit a nerve here dustin hey wait wait how many times have you tried a metal plus I've tried one. Uh, it's been a few years back. That we I haven't tried the live. We never tried the wing one. Or yeah, we did. We had on, on the skid. We tried it, and like I said, we had the same issue with the fuel thing. We our guys did so, and I actually had one of their live boxes, and I had multiple guys use it, and it was sitting in the yard before the night was in. They brought it back and put on their arctic to keep that thing in the trees. Well, and it's kind of <laughs> one of those things too. I, like we talked about the case loader, like once you get used to using what yeah. you use, you know, the ins and outs and how it works and what it's going to work for. 
and you just, it's your go-to. It's really hard Absolutely. to switch. Once you found something that really works for you, it's really hard to switch. No, I mean, it's I a hydraulics it. thing. The, the less hoses and the less yeah. hydraulics in the middle of a winter storm, the better. The less moving parts for me, the better. Yep. So over like Christmas, I believe, I think that was a storm where we got, it was just windy. We'd get three, four inches. The wind would blow for two days straight. And it was really, really cold. We blew a ton of hoses, a ton of hoses. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the count was, but on the three metal plus that we have, we blew a ton of hoses. Mm-hmm. Um, so lucky for us, they're just down the road. We literally, hey, we can go in there pretty much anytime and they'll help us out, um, which is great. But that was a big issue for us. Yeah, I've heard that. I'm not... It's just fun to dog. It was not yeah, like we just break a ball. They make a great product. They, yeah, they yeah. really they're, do. They're going to be calling you guys tomorrow, probably. Nah, they don't. <laughs> they don't want anything to do with us. They don't even know. They want to bring one by. I'll fucking test it. I don't care. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll no, they it. make a they, listen. They make a great product. We're just breaking balls, and uh, you know, yeah. pound for pound for pound for pound because they're time really of, heavy. Yeah, there's time. I mean, every every plow's got us. Like you there say, is. if you're if you're by yourself, that wing plow would be great. Uh, obviously, we all know that. But. One. Hey, Dustin. Yeah, why don't we uh, get off the metal plus for a little while here, and we'll go. What do you do? You use a weather service, or what do you? Ah, uh, we do not. Um, you know, I know a lot of guys do. We do not. Um, I use about what thirty different apps, just like everybody else does. The old look out the window. Um, so. I don't know. Weather Channel's actually been pretty accurate this year. I know we kind of, I've kind of joked about it in the past, but they've been pretty good. They update it pretty regularly. We use National Weather Service, um, but like I said, our our uh, service area is pretty broad. You know, we have a bunch of different zip codes we'll put in. It can change quite a bit. So that's a big thing about snow. I guess that gives me a little bit more stress than it should. Is what the weather's actually going to do. Um, I maybe mm-hmm. let it consume me a little more than I should, but it, it uh, kind of is what it is at the end of the day. But it's that's probably the most stressful part of doing snow for me is uh what the actual snow is gonna do you know you can have a plan and it in two minutes it can be out the window absolutely oh yeah definitely so definitely that's a, hit you a, always gotta have a plan you hit a right you gotta have a plan, plan. <laughs> you just gotta have six other backup plans after that's that it. yeah yeah we always yeah, have an a plan. plan a b and c because you know you get weather reports but at the end of the day who knows if they're gonna be right wrong or you know completely uh, out matter. of this world <laughs> You got to go with what falls, not what they're going to say. It's you just got to be adaptable. So, I mean, yeah. So, all right. Dustin, how many guys? Gonna fly. How many guys do you have on during a storm, Dustin? For, for fifty snow? to sixty, depending on what's going on. Depending on, we have a lot of high school guys that come in, help with sidewalks, that kind of thing. So, it kind of depends on if they have school, don't have school. We got lucky a lot this year where they didn't have school, um, so that helped us out a lot. Um, Very cool. So, yeah, and we have. Most of them are employed here year round. We do have a handful of guys that are coming on that work for somebody else that just come plow snow for us, um, which is awesome. Um, and then we have a, a handful of subs that help out here and there, um, a couple skids. Um, that's about it. So we try and do our biggest thing is we try and do most in house, um, just because I guess the stress of not of having somebody not show up, at least if they're sure. my own employee year round, I can a uh, little more comfortability. I know Jeremy, you have a lot of great subs. I think you're. I think you may, um, you got a little niche market there that I don't think many people else have. So that's awesome. But mm-hmm. um, for us, it's most for guys that are in-house, guys and gals. We have two girls that run our salt trucks. Um, that's literally their job. So nice. I, I, I set them a start time and they go. So that's, we used to do it where some guys would get done plowing and go salt. That doesn't work, obviously. Um, so and it was, it was a mixed bag and yeah, we have, uh, it works really, really, really well. I, they're kind of their own monster. They do their own thing. They have their own list. They get after it. As soon as I tell them go, they go. Great, nice. Yeah. Do you have any? Uh, you have own. any tips for so, employee retention? Like um, anything you do that you want to share? Um, we'll share a couple of them, I guess. There you go. You don't got to give away <laughs> trade secrets. <laughs> um, obviously, that's a, we, should, we can share the rest off air. Yeah, we'll share the rest later. Yeah. <laughs> No, it, obviously, you know, employees are hard to come by. I think it's one bad thing that came from COVID, right? Everybody was getting the unemployment money and oh, whatever yeah. else. I'm not going to get into that whole political debate today. But, um, you know, a couple of things that we do is we do a, you know, a snow bonus. So basically the guys get paid extra from their hourly rate wage. Um, so they get they get two bucks an hour is what they get. So if you're making $25 an hour, when you're pushing snow during an active snow event, you get two bucks more an hour. They get that on their check every single uh 
two weeks so they can see that right away. So at least it helps them a little bit. You know, a lot of my guys have kids, mm-hmm. they have families, they have, sure. you know, and it's, it's hard to tell your wife with three kids, Hey, I got to leave. I can't take the kids to daycare tomorrow. I can't do this, this, and this you're on your own. I'm going to plow snow for three days. See ya. Um, so at least they yep. can see a little incentive or a little money coming in. Um, maybe they can show their wife the check and say, Hey, see, you know, I don't know if you have to take it. All, but... <laughs> don't, don't show it. You'll never see yeah, it again. <laughs> right. Right. So we do that. Um, and we try and do it like a end of the year deal too. So we, like this year we did, uh, NBA tickets. We did bought courtside tickets, um, with Ooh. dinner and some cash for, um, somebody to win. So basically we broke it down and the girls in the office do a great job of, of figuring it all out. I normally set these crazy games up for them and I'm like, Hey, or figure it out how to track it. I don't know. That's not my cup of tea. So, um, but they basically, for every snow event that they, uh, they made, they got an entry and then every entry. Mm-hmm. So they got like zero to five snow events. They got one entry, five to 10 that they made, they got two entries. So, and we just did our giveaway actually last week at our safety meeting. So that worked out really well. So it's something cool. Not everybody likes, you know, going to an NBA game, but if, if they didn't like it, I mean, there, there's, it's a good, good program at least. Yeah. Give some that guys sounds some, awesome. Uh, yeah. Incentive. I thought you Minnesota though. It's supposed to be hockey. Oh yeah. I guess hockey, basketball, <laughs> whatever. It's all the same. <laughs> I don't know. Gotcha. As, as you know, you don't have much time for uh, sporting events in the winter. So you uh, definitely don't take, take what you can get. Right. So that's something that we've started that's really kind of worked. Um, you know, we do a lot of different things on our landscape side, whether it's safety bonuses, you know, they get 200 bucks a year to spend on work boots, AirPods, something, Bluetooth headset, something like that's that. That's cool. Because um, you got to do something. You got to set yourself apart. Unfortunately, yeah. we're not going to be able to compete with yeah. the big, you know, I guess like the Walmarts, everybody getting $7,000 sign-on bonuses for CDL drivers, <laughs> all that fun stuff. <laughs> I can't do, we can't do that. We're not set up to do that, unfortunately. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be a money things either. I mean, we try and bring the guys in a couple times a year and just do a grill out and have some fun. That, that makes it, that goes. Yeah. A long that's awesome. Too. That's awesome. Good for you guys that, with that. That goes a long ways. It does. It definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. We try to do a party at the end of the year for the guys and stuff where they get, have a good time. And, you know, we give them a bonus and stuff like that. An hourly, every hour they work, there's, they get bonus. So is that based on uh, what do you guys do? Is that based without getting too much detail? Is that based on, you know, is that a dollar figure? Is they get like, they get like, you know, I know some companies it's, it's give a, like a quarter for every hour. No, we'll give like a, I have like a three tier system for my guys that showed up every time they're going to get five more dollars for every hour they put in for the season. Okay. Then, then goes like maybe the three fifty or four bucks for the second tier and then third tier. So if you showed up every time, like, I call, you're going to get, you know, top, top uh, bonus at the end of the year for every hour you work for us. We're going to give you that. So it's a pretty good bonus. These guys are putting in my guys, my main guys, a lot of hours, Mm -hmm. 400 plus hours, probably at least since these guys are at now. Now, How many call outs do they have to make to go to the glacier party? Oh, everybody goes. Everybody goes. You should charge admission to that with that crew. That's, uh, that's a good time. Uh, <laughs> I've seen videos. Yeah, uh, yeah. They like their Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't order a drink. They order trays. So. Yeah, <laughs> they earn it. The boys no, earn they it. They, they 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 definitely earn they it. Definitely so, crush yeah. it. Cool. So, yeah. No. How about you, Steve? What do you got? Anything for your boys? No, they're lucky to be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Christ. I take care. I try and take care of them as best I can without getting into too much detail. Uh, we do some nice things for them here and there, and um, you know, we're we're getting to we're getting to to the point where we're going to have to start coming out with uh, with something to keep everybody together because you know, a it's a good bunch of guys, and we find that once the storms are over, guys basically scatter. You know, they just. They want to go back to whatever. Most of my guys are firemen, uh, so they go back to work in the firehouses. They go, you know, back to whatever they're doing, and uh, it kind of stinks because we. I think we'd all have a really good time if we got together more. But in the winter, it's just so hard. You know, it's after hard. the winter's yeah. over, you know, when the weather's nicer, maybe go do something, do a game together or something like that. But everybody's, I, I've approached it a couple times with guys, and they're like, yeah, well, trying to nail down you know, 12, 15 guys to one date, you know, that's like an yeah. act of God. To, to be I just, honestly, I just set a date. And if you guys who show up, show up, here's our party. If you can come great. If not, I still appreciate everything you did, but you, know, yeah. you just got to set a no, date. No, you can't. Guys show you, up, they show up. Yeah, it's, it's tough. You know, it's definitely tough. But I, I, mean, you, I got some stuff. You appreciate everybody and you want them there, but you know, it is what it you is. You do. So. Yeah, but I got I got some stuff. Like, I mean, my guys don't pay for pretty much anything they need to do. They got an account at the local uh, 
smokehouse deli that uh, you know they don't pay for breakfast, they don't pay for lunch, they don't you know they if they're working they're getting basically anything they need while they're working for free. You know it's it's covered by the business and you know that kind of I think they appreciate that. And then we do a little something mm-hmm. something for them at the end of uh, of everything for the year. But uh, let's see. You got you got you got to treat them well. You do because they are at the end of the day. They're what makes everything. Move they do. They absolutely. I'm, do. Honestly, they're at least with my crew. For you know, they're like almost like family. So we spend more time with them. Than you do. Like you do now. absolutely, and it's the same with my guys. Um, so as far as Dustin, as far as your contract structures out there in in Mankato, uh, seasonal per push, hourly. What's the most common deal that you're doing out there? So we're about sixty percent hourly, forty percent seasonal contracts, and our seasonal contracts run throughout the whole year. So we're normally if their contractor, we're doing they're mowing the grass or fertilizing, and we're doing their irrigation startup. We're doing everything. That's um, awesome. Yep. So, but and then we have like I said, about about forty percent seasonal and about sixty percent um, hourly. So it's pretty good mix for us. Um, you know, we lost our butt on some seasonal stuff this year. Obviously, December January were pretty tough months to look at. You know, they clock in <laughs> and clock out to each account, and I still get to see those printouts. They make a bill for me which I wish they wouldn't because um, there's a couple places in there and they even know when they came to contract renewal this spring, they're like, yeah, we should probably wait a couple months till you uh, get a little bit of a breather. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of what is what it is right now. Yeah. So, cause there's a couple of them that would probably double if it was a $10,000 a month contract. It was probably, we were, it was got, you know, if we were charging them hourly, it'd be close to 20. Um, yeah. Just cause we got that mass amount of snow. So we have some clauses in there. We don't have a floor or ceiling, um, which I'm going to look at. Obviously, after this winter, we're going to have to. Um, and then yep. we separate a three-year contract to try and push as many three years as we can because we know after, in sure. those three years, we're going to have an average. It's going to average sure. itself out. We're not going to yep. get 80 inches yep. every single year. So Now, you, you got double, basically. You got double your average this year? Correct, yep. Yeah, yep. that's that's tough. That's Which I can see on the bill side of things. Like I said, they still print off a bill like it was hourly for me. I told them, like, by end of January, I was like, yeah, quit doing that. Don't even show me anymore. I don't want to know. Yeah. I mean, if you got hit for like 10, 15 inches over the average, okay, that's, that's you know, like you said, it averages out over three years. Doubling up, that that's a tough nut. To, yeah. <laughs> shame tough. on me for not having a floor or a ceiling in there, but we haven't had to use it for a while. You know, and I yeah. was, I'm relatively yeah. new to seasonal contracts. I like I like them just because it, it makes sense. We got a little bit of cushion through the winter, um, hopefully. And, but yeah, we're going to definitely have to look at kind of revamping those a little bit. What do you guys do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do a little bit of everything. We got seasonal. Obviously, we got seasonals, and we got part time for hours. And no, do you have floors and ceilings in yours, Jeremy? No. no. So if we if we get zero inches, they're paying the same amount. If whether we get a hundred inches, yeah, I don't know. Like our area just doesn't support the floors and the ceilings. Is I mean, to get people to be on seasonal is kind of a big step for us. Sure, um, I think it's finally coming around. Um, it's, it's easy for people to budget, right? So big apartment complexes, yeah. I can sell them on that because I can tell them, Hey, this is what you got to charge per, you know, how many rooms do you have? How many, how many people you got living here? You can charge it out at $9 a person per month. And that's your lawn and lawn and uh, grounds maintenance. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, you've had seasonals for quite a while. I mean, they just, I mean, seasonal are nice, but obviously you win and you lose. That's the game you play. I mean, Jeremy, do you guys, uh, does Fargo pretty much stick to close to its average? Or do you have win- winners where you just double up? I mean, I know you've had lean winners, but. Uh, we've, I mean, we haven't, we've had 80 inch years, a few years back. And, but usually in the past has been, you know, around between, I'd say 30 to 50, you know, so it's been not terrible, but we've had some heavy winners and not, not a lot. And we've had some light winners. Too, yeah. so. doubling up though is Let's, tough you get double that's uh that's yeah, tough. double that's a tough one to like, even if you just have a clause in there to somehow get some of your costs back you know maybe not make money at that point but just uh so you're not taking such a bath because like you said that's you got guys clocking in they need to get paid fuel you know <laughs> that needs to get paid it's all coming from it, somewhere but i think yeah ceiling should be something everybody should probably look at too for what, what our yeah an exorbitant are. ceiling just, like i'm not saying oh yeah, if we're five know. inches over now you have you know the average you have to pay this much more no like i mean a ridiculous ceiling that you know you probably mm-hmm. just to basically protect yeah. yourself in the event of disaster <laughs> where it's right, double right. but all right yep. uh dustin is there a lot of competition uh in your area for snow 
I would say yes. I think it's probably pretty common across the board. You know, we have a lot, we're a farming community, a lot of construction guys. It's pretty easy to put a V plow on a pickup. At least it was a couple of years ago when they were $5,000. Now they're double that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So maybe it's getting a little harder now. Um, but yeah, I would say we have quite a bit of competition. Um, I think we're all pretty friendly with each other. I don't know. There's some guys you like, some guys you don't. Um, yep. You know, I try and get along with everybody. We're all in this together. I mean, there's nothing like waking up at two o'clock to do a check, you know, and you see you got an inch of snow on the ground that wasn't forecasted. You know, normally my first call is to a couple of my key guys to get everybody rolling. And then my next call is to another guy that Paul's snow, like, hey, I don't know if you've been up, but obviously you haven't because you haven't called me yet. So get rolling. You know, so right. we, we try and play nice as much as we can, right? I mean, like I said, we're all in this together. And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we're going to need help. You know, I don't yeah. care who you are. At some point, you're going to need help to some extent. Um, so we try and all work together for the most part. But yeah, there's a lot of, quite a bit of competition. Um, some guys that are charging probably not what they should. And some guys that are, are, are in the ballpark for everybody else. But as a whole, Mankato area in general needs to come up a little bit yet. Um, oh, yeah. So it... I think that's probably, you can say it probably about every town. Gotcha. Yep. So, yeah, it's, yeah, we're not getting what we should be getting. I mean, as you just said, I mean, look at just eggs, right. eggs of what tripled. Right. I mean, well, I think it's, I think know. it's a process. Honestly, you look at the last three years, what are our costs up like 30 to 35% over what they were three oh, years ago across that. the board. I mean, maybe yeah. more than that in some cases, right. but I mean, I think everything you could realistically say is up 30% over what it was three years ago or more, but our contracts haven't jumped 30%, you know, no, up the, no. uh, you're maybe, what, what are you doing? Five, 7%. Maybe if you're, if you're getting it through that, Hey, listen, costs are crazy. You can't dump 30% on a customer all at once. They're going to, they're going to find that guy with the plow on his rusted out truck that has no insurance. It's going to do it for half. And, so yeah, it's tough. It's 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 tough making up that that inflation rate that that came out of basically mm-hmm. nowhere and just exploded. I mean, it's difficult. But yeah, I think everybody, you know, if if they can learn one thing from listening to guys on this show, is everybody's saying the same thing, boys. You know, you got to bring the prices up. You know, we're we're paying more for what we do. You know, they need to pay more for the service. It's it's simple math. You know, how long can you absorb these these higher costs without your contract price is reflecting it yeah and a year like this kind of showed itself too at least in the mankato area and we've gotten double right so everybody had to pick up and plow which is all great until january when everybody ran out of room because they didn't push their piles back i don't know how many phone calls we got hey can you come do our account and this would be like from property owners hey can you come help us out we need our piles pushed back I'm like well do you have a guy well yeah we do okay well call him well he doesn't have a loader uh, maybe you should get a new guy. I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'll help you out, but it's just not a one-time thing here. It's a give and take. Like, you oh, want yeah. to sign a three-year yeah. contract? I'll come bail you out. Absolutely. We'll take you over. We'll do a bang-up job. But I'm not going to come one time to come bail your guy yeah. out. If I know him, great. Like I said, the helping part. But sure. If, you know, it was crazy in January. The phone was just ringing off the hook with people like that. Or our guy doesn't have a salter, and we got a pretty bad ice storm. Can you come salter a lot? Oh, well. <laughs> Sure, we can, but I want to do it every time now. Like yeah. it's not a one-time thing. Yeah. Here's your price for a one-time mm-hmm. fee. Here's your price if I do it all year long, every single time. You know, yeah. and same thing with our budgets. Everybody would call, and I shouldn't say everybody. A lot of people would call January, February. Hey, we've used our snow budget up. What do we do now? I don't. I don't know. I guess not my problem. <laughs> I mean, do you want me to quit plowing a lot? Do you want to? And I say, well, don't salt it anymore. Okay, well then sign our waiver saying we're released from all liability. Yeah. And then yeah. It was, oh well, we don't want to do that. Okay, <laughs> so what do you want me to do? I'm I'm doing the best. Are you mad about our service? No, you guys do a great job. We just we're out of our budget. Well, I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what you can I mean, do. Yeah, you feel bad, but at the same time, there's a cost to doing it too. Yeah, everybody's yeah. in the same boat. Yeah. I mean, everybody's feeling it's it. It's a service. It, yeah, it's a, it's a service. service you're paying for, and you got to find a way to pay for it. So they have to raise their prices on their tenants or whatever. You know, it's gotta gotta come up from somewhere because we can't just be expected. Job. Yeah, we we can't just be expected to keep absorbing all the increases and cutting our profit margins down. That's just not not good for business for any of us. But uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, Dustin, being a being a, a good sized company now, you know, you got 50, 60 employees. What lessons did you learn in your early stages or as you started to grow that you'd want to pass on to other guys who may just be starting out or in the process of trying to scale their company up? Anything you want to pass on as far as lessons learned? 
Um, yeah, it's kind of a tough one, but I mean, I always started off as be hungry, but be humble. Right. So, I mean, when I started, like I wanted everything, I wanted every single account, right. I want to do this, this, and this, but at the end of the day, you got to remember that you can't do everything. Right. It's number one, don't eat it alive that you can't do everything. Right. And then I guess my biggest thing is under promise overperform. So don't tell some, if you can't do it, don't tell them you can do it and then just not do it. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather say, Hey, we'll, we'll take you on. We'll do our best. We had a couple people come on at the end of the year this year and, you know, Hey, can you take us on for the rest of the year and next year? Sure. But you're the last of the list just so we're aware, like I already have a full route. So we'll let you, we'll get, we'll get on, but we're just making sure. And then at the end of the day, we just try and bang it out of the park for them. Right. Yeah. I mean, most people, like you said, it's a thankless job. Most people don't even see us. Like they literally don't even see us out most of the time because we're out during the middle of the night when they get to their lot, it's been plowed, shoveled, salted, good to go. It's melting. They got black. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? It, it, that's what they see, you know, and they see yeah. their bill and go, well, I didn't even realize you're here this many times. Oh, no, yeah. you were. we were. Check your cameras. This is where we were at. So I would just say, like I said, grow when you're scaling it, just make sure you, you know, you can fulfill your promises. Yes, sir. What do you feel are the biggest issues facing the snow management industry in the U S and in Minnesota? What do you think? I think the biggest thing for us in our area is labor force, right? Just like we kind of talked about a little bit. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of other things too, but uh, the labor force, I think, you know, I don't know. It just seems like you used to have a waiting list and don't get me wrong. We're very, very fortunate fortunate with the guys that we have and gals that we have to come on and, you know, leave their families at home in the middle of the night and driving bad roads to come in and plow snow. Like it, like I said, it's a thankless mm-hmm. job, but I think yeah. that's going to get harder and harder as we keep going forward as a society, we're getting soft. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Just are, you know, if you grew up, I mean, lucky for us, we're a big farming community. I mean, it's not an eight to five job. It's 24 seven. Right. Yep. So mm-hmm. for us, it's a labor force. I think that's going to, that's going to be the issue around here. Um, I, I hope I'm wrong. And so far we've been good, but I think that's going to be a problem eventually. Yeah, I like how you put that though. Yeah. As a society, we we have gone soft. Yeah, it's the truth. <laughs> it's, unfortunately, it, it is. It yeah, is very true. The young... it, but we have. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Well, Dustin, uh, what do you got? You got any good stories to tell us about anything? I got a few. Okay. Um... <laughs> Let's go. Let them up. So uh, I guess kind of the little bit of how Jeremy and I kind of met each other through a mutual friend. Um, we'll give Mitch a shout out for that. Um, but, uh, we went to Oklahoma to plow snow and, um, that was a pretty wild ride. That was a couple of years. What year was that, Jeremy? Do you remember? Is that, ah, it's been two years ago. I think now. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yep. So we went down there, they got a big snowstorm. It was big for them. Not very big for us, but we hauled our equipment down there. Um, we had a lot of fun. People were pretty pissed that we were there. I mean, guys, (laughs) <laughs> waving handguns at us to get off their property because they really used to plow. oh we had we had one guy oh, yeah. that had i don't even remember what the story was he he was plowing like 50 walmart so the pickup and plow in oklahoma because walmart's are huge down there right yeah. and he was he shows yeah. up at one of the lots and he's literally pissed at the guys that are plowing it and it's like hey we've been contracted to do this i don't know what you want us to tell you and how are you going to mm-hmm. plow 50 walmarts with one pickup you know <laughs> so that was kind of a wild ride we got robbed down there the last got robbed oh yeah oh, oh yeah. yeah this was oh, oklahoma yeah. this wasn't new york uh, yeah. <laughs> we literally went to sleep i think for whatever day we were down there for like three or four days straight i don't think i slept anything through that whole storm right and through the whole everything yeah. we literally the night we were gonna or the morning we were gonna leave we got back to the hotel at like 4 a.m we're like all right let's take an hour nap we have 12 hour ride home with pulling trailers and equipment i'm like just take an hour nap get a little bit of rest so we're okay within that hour yeah they, somebody came in the parking lot they obviously were watching us. They tried to grab everything they could. They ended up getting a generator. I mean, they didn't want any snow shovels. They didn't want any snow equipment, right? But they were looking for cash. <laughs> they were looking for anything they could get their hands on. So that was that kind of sucked because it was like we came down there, helped these people out. Yeah, we yeah, that would leave a bad taste yeah. in your mouth. It kind of is what it is. So and then uh, on the way back, we ended up getting a handful of our guys went actually moved on to Little Rock, Arkansas um, to keep plowing there. We came back to Minnesota. And that's when Jeremy was coming back. I'm like, hey, like, we're short people. You want to plow? And he's like, yeah, okay. So they literally, right, you're on your way back. Or did you end up getting yeah. mini loader? Got we dropped? were in Little Rock. Yeah, you were in Little Rock. Yeah. Yeah, we were in Little Rock. And we uh, we had uh, what, yeah, four pickups there. And then we ended up, uh, I called, I had two mini loaders brought down to you from uh, yep. Wada, Oatana yep. for Mitchell, Mitchell and 
just drop one there and then we hauled one over to you. So yep. And that's when we were pretty small, like with accounts, we had that. And yeah. now, I mean, we had a couple of decent accounts, but I remember one of my guys plowing and we, that's when we still use pickups. We don't use any pickups anymore. They're site trucks. They may travel to and from a site, but they don't, we don't plow with pickups anymore. And we were doing one apartment complex. I like was Benson courtyard up in North Mankato. And he calls me and Jeremy's there plowing. Right. And of course we, we, were, we had some skid loaders and a couple bigger loaders, but we had never seen a mini wheel loader plowing for us. Right. And he calls me and he's like, this guy's fucking unbelievable. Like, what do you mean? He is wild. He's back and forth. He's like, I'm just getting out of his way. I'm just going to leave and let him plow. Cause I'm getting in his way at this point. I'm like, well, no, it's like he doesn't even know the counts. He's like, I don't care. I'm, he's going to run right over me. He just, he's wild. <laughs> it, like he just couldn't believe how fast and efficient. And that was like the aha moment for us. Like, yeah, we need one. We need one. Yeah. I remember you came like, holy shit, you're already done with your, all the list. I'm like, yeah, that was nothing. Was yeah. Like, yeah. I thought I had like a 10 hour rope for Jeremy and he calls me in like three and a half hours. He's like, yeah, what next? And I'm like, you're done. Like, Class yeah. I'm dismissed. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So we loaded him, loaded him up, put him on the trailer and brought him over to Owatonna the bitch. And he kept flying with those guys for a while. So and I don't remember. It was probably like oh, a I... four or five inch storm or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. It was a, yeah, kind of wet stuff. And yeah, I remember, uh, it was, your guy was, uh, uh, yeah, we, I don't know. We, it was a fun fall. I, I love it. I had a great time. Then we went to, you dropped me off at Cabela's yep. in Olatana there. And Mitchell's got his big 938 with a, what, 80 foot metal plus on it. <laughs> I'm out pushing his guy with a 10 foot Arctic on a mini loader. He's got this big fucking plow and he's, I'm like, this guy will not touch tips with me. He, he goes the other direction when I come at him with the mini And he, I mean, he's scared. I was out pushing this. Uh, he was scared. Yeah. I, I out pushed this. 80 foot metal plus on a 938 with a 908 and a 10 foot Arctic. I mean, it was, I still give Mitchell shit about that, but yeah, it was a true story. That's awesome. Yeah, so I was telling the guy. And then this year we had, uh, I can't sleep when it snows. So if there's a chance of snow, if we're going to go out at two, 3 AM, I don't care. I don't sleep. I just don't. So I'm at the shop washing my pickup, Same. just killing time basically. And the highway is right by our shop and I heard a couple noises, but it's probably semis driving by. So I come out, I'm just going to check if it's snowing yet. It hadn't been. And somebody actually stole a dump truck out of our lot that had just been moved. Um, there's a side-by-side sitting in the middle of the lot. And I'm like, oh. you know, some of my guys are weird. Like, they'll drive a snowmobile. They'll drive side-by-sides. And I'm like, they're not supposed to be here yet. We're not hauling snow. Why is the truck gone? Literally see it go on the on-ramp, heading towards, heading out of there. I'm like, that's not right. So one, <laughs> get on the horn and I call him and I'm like, Hey, you know, describing this dump truck to the dispatcher and nothing against her, but she's like, okay, can you describe the dump truck, dump truck? And I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking dump truck. Like it's big. It's, it's a quad axle. It's, it's, I don't know what else I can describe. It's a total on here on the side. Like there's not going to be any more running around. Like if somebody sees it, <laughs> that's going to be the one I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up, I ended up following, I never could really see it. I knew which way it went and, um, I ended up following it all the way, I don't know, about 20 miles and waited for the sheriff's department. I'm on the phone with them and we're passing mile markers on the way there. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, where are you at? I said, mile marker 38, 39, 40. And she goes, how fast are you driving? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying to catch him at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so we end up catching him about 15 miles down the road. He pulled right over. It was a bunch of meth heads just I don't know. They're going to dump it and sell or do something else. I don't really know. But he told the officer when he got out of it, he's like, yeah, I know this is my grandpa's dump truck. And the officer came back and he's like, yeah, do you have a grandkid? I'm like, no, I'm 32. I don't have any grandkids. No, nope. <laughs> nope, that's definitely my truck. He definitely did not ask to take it. So it's well, he left you right side by side. Yeah, side he by left. side from a farmer that was 20 miles down the road. Then before that, they stole a minivan. So um, it all kind of worked itself out, but it's kind of the right place at the right time. I don't know what would have happened if I wouldn't have been there oh, and God. went to walk outside or, you know, what it, they would have dumped it somewhere or I don't know. Wow. But it's kind of one of those things you see, you kind of see some weird stuff in the middle of the night. It's kind of funny. Yep. Oh my gosh. That's a, <laughs> at least you caught up to him. <laughs> yeah. No, it, we had a little like, damage. He actually sideswiped one of our other trucks and bent the bumper a little bit, but it was pretty minimal, I guess. Um, but it's kind of one of those things. Gets your heart racing. Snow gets your heart yeah. racing. But that really yeah, Absolutely. Right. That'll do oh, it. Yeah. That will do it. All right. Listen, let's take a quick 15 seconds here, boys. Let's hear from uh, our sponsor here. Make your business more profitable with Hilltip spreaders and sprayers equipped with our H-Track two-way GPRS tracking and control system. To learn more, visit www.hilltipna.com. Take on winter's worst with the world's best. Hilltip. 
All right, we're back. Jeremy, you got anything else for Dustin here? I don't know. I think it's been pretty good. Nice catching back. Absolutely. And, uh, it's been great. Dustin, man. Good episode, I think. So Absolutely. Dustin, thanks so much. Yeah, congratulations you got anything else? on the new baby. Dustin. Oh, a new baby? Yeah. Congratulations. Congrats. Congrats. You know, expanding the labor force. I guess we can't find people. We're gonna keep <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, right? <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah. There you go, buddy. Yeah. All right. Well, Dustin, listen, thank you so much for coming on with us and all the best to total on in the future. And if uh, we can ever help you out, don't hesitate to let us know. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, nice talking to you, buddy. All right, boys. That wraps up episode nine of the Snow Jobs. We will see you guys next week. Everybody be safe out there and keep pushing.